my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip comes from a listener who has upgraded her to-do lists by giving all tasks a time frame. People love to hate to-do lists, and certainly many people don't use them effectively. Over the years, lots of people have sent me one study that found that about half of the tasks on people's to-do lists are done in a day, but 41% are never done at all. I have to confess that I find this bewildering. There's absolutely no point in putting something on a to-do list if you don't actually intend to do it. I could see maybe one task every few days not happening because of something truly unforeseen. But it's the nature of life for stuff to come up. This is not a surprise. If 41% of items aren't getting done, there's a mismatch between people's intentions and reality. One of the most important mismatches is a gap between how much time is available and how much time the items on a to-do list will take to get done. 15 hours of tasks don't fit in five hours of time. And by the way, five hours of tasks is about all you can reasonably commit to ahead of time during an eight-hour workday. But listener Ginger has come up with a strategy to mitigate this common time-planning fallacy. As she puts it, my productivity hack is to use to-do timelines instead of to-do lists. She explains, the reason for this is that if I have an unstructured workday, something she says is rare but can happen, I easily get distracted and end up wasting half of the day without getting anything done. So I change up my to-do list to look like this. In her email, she listed out her tasks with a time frame next to all of them. For instance, 8.10 to 8.30, she would make her to-do timeline. From 8.30 to 9.15, she'd check email. From 9.15 to 11 o'clock, she'd review training materials. From 11 to 11.30, she'd create a training schedule. From 11.30 to 11.45, she would send an email about supplies. 11.45 to 12.30, she'd work on one of her job-specific projects. 12.30 to 13.30, a meeting about a different project. 13.30 to 14.30, she says on her schedule, lunch. Now, if you can convert those 24-hour clock entries to conversational time, you'll notice that Ginger's to-do timeline ends at 2.30 p.m. This does not mean her day ends then, however. This is her acknowledging reality. I never schedule out the whole day because other things come up, she says. Maybe a colleague emails that he forgot to tell her about a meeting, but they really need her input. 
or a manager needs a quick turnaround on something. If Ginger doesn't have the whole day scheduled, she can regroup to deal with these things. Once I get to the end of my to-do timeline, I review what I was able to get completed, what still needs to be done, and what else popped up, she says, and I create another timeline for the rest of the day. The brilliance of Ginger's approach is that she recognizes that all tasks take time. If you are not willing to assign a task a time, that means there's a high chance you are not going to do it. I mean, maybe a time will magically appear, but probably not. So if you'd like to create smarter to-do lists, take some time the night before or in the morning to think through what you'd like to accomplish. Keep the list short. Write out when you will do everything. Don't fill all available time in case you're wrong on how long something takes or in case things come up. But if you do keep doing this, your to-do lists are far more likely to become lists of accomplishment rather than sources of guilt. How do you structure your to-do lists? You can let me know at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. And if you have a strategy like Ginger's that makes you more productive and you'd like to share it with fellow listeners, please let me know that too. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.